Hello, friends, and welcome back to the last episode of Pickles and Vodka for the year 2021. I'm your host, Christina, and this intro is going to be pretty short because I am currently scrambling to go into work right now, as is my typical fashion. I've procrastinated all day yesterday on releasing this, but I figured it's it's the holidays and y'all won't be too hard on me hopefully um the goal of this year obviously or (laughs) i meant to say the goal of this episode but sure why not let's talk about my goals for this year um i was going over some of the notes i had from last year's new year's episode and they're kind of rough to read because some of them have to do with goals like make more money and travel more and be more socially active and while a lot of those things did happen at least temporarily um a lot of other things happened that weren't quite as fun uh for instance i did make more money for a little bit and then i lost my job uh I did travel more, but the reason I traveled was because I was moving from Seattle to Virginia and um, it was kind of stressful because I was moving in a rented minivan full of my belongings with two cats. Uh, Also, shout out to my sister Bonnie for helping me do that. I don't think I ever really did that, but she flew to uh, Seattle from Alaska where she was currently living at the time. Uh, This is summer of this year and she totally helped me get rid of all my stuff and pack up the car and she helped take care of the cats and she did the majority of the driving actually Uh, I'm kind of an anxious driver and I hadn't had a car for like seven years at the time I have a car now but at the time I didn't so I was kind of an anxious inexperienced driver and she did most of the driving across the country and um, what could have been a really 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 stressful time was only like moderately stressful because of her Um, I, I was just telling someone if I had known all the stuff that I would have to go through like if you had told my past self at the beginning of this year what I would have to do to get to where I am now, I don't know if I would have done it. I would have been like, oh my God, it's too much work. Um, it's too much trauma, honestly. Um, but with that said, I'm really, really happy to be where I am now. I am in Virginia with family. Um, I'm in a new relationship, which I'll talk about next episode. Um, I have a gorgeous apartment. I'm finally in a stable job that pays well and hopefully I'll stay in for a while and I'm just happy um I I spent Christmas with my family this past weekend and if you remember last Christmas things couldn't have been more different I was extremely sick um I was alone and I had just gotten into eating disorder treatment but I I think I was still coming to terms with what that meant. Um, I was kind of wondering if it would even work, Um, which let's talk about that for a second. Did it work? I would argue yes, but not in the way that I thought. I thought that I would get into treatment and get out and be quote unquote better and never binge and purge again. And obviously it didn't work like that. 
I've had a few relapses since then, and it's still something I struggle with mentally every day, if not physically. Uh, I haven't physically purged in a few days. I don't even know when the last time I did it was, but it's still something that happens uh, maybe a couple times a week. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't even keep track of it. I, I don't even weigh myself. I haven't weighed myself since March, which quite frankly is a miracle, but, um, but Ever since I moved to Virginia, even though it's been hard, I have not regretted it for a single moment. My life has just been so rich in so many ways, and I'm just beyond grateful. If you want to hear more about my year, uh, you can listen to the last episode I made, Cray Cray All the Way, in which I do a recap of my personal journey this year. Um, But right now, I want to spend the remaining time I have to talk about the podcast, because since I started this podcast in 2018 with the goal of being more vulnerable with my mental health, I think it's changed a lot, and that's great. I think any project that is this um, long-term, I guess, goes through a lot of changes, and I definitely notice technical changes like I've gotten slightly better at editing and recording and I I have like a regular format now but um, with that said I still have a lot more changes that I plan on I want to get more guests I've been kind of lax with finding new guests this year I know I started out strong in the summer and then um, have kind of petered out since then just due to all the personal shit I'm going through but um, I, I love this podcast I love all the people who have been guests and um, that includes my friends and family not only have I worked harder at finding strangers who are willing to come on my podcast but so many of my friends and family have added their voices to this project this year and I appreciate y'all so much I know it's not easy to come on and talk about personal stuff um, and you all inspire me to be more, more vulnerable I think one of my goals for last year was to be more vulnerable on the podcast um, I mean that was my goal for 2019 too I believe it's always my goal it's always something I'm trying to work harder at and um, even though this podcast definitely does that, it it's still hard for me. Even even on this platform, I still censor myself. I still edit the shit out of my episodes. Um, I still worry about what people think. I still struggle to stick to a, a regular schedule, as you know. So I'm trying to get better at that this upcoming year. But with that said, I'm also going to try to be more forgiving of myself because I noticed the times I do have episodes come out late or I skip a week for mental health reasons. Y'all are just so lovely and forgiving and understanding. And why can't I be that way toward myself? You know, Um, I, I had other things that I wanted to say, but as I said, I'm kind of running late and I need to get out the door and edit this episode and release it tonight. So let's talk about the hot and spicy pickle awards um this is something that i started back in 2019 in order to recognize all the people who've come on my podcast as guests that year uh it's a really fun tradition i love it 
and it's the least I can do for all you amazing people who have opened up to me. I'll talk more about it in the actual awards segment, um, but I just want to say if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever, um, that you can actually watch this year's Hot and Spicy Pickle Awards as a video on YouTube. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes below. I, I think I repeat this in the actual awards segment, so sorry to be a broken record. But um, yeah, if you want to see me be really awkward and stumble over words and eat pickles on air, then you're in luck. Just click the link below to watch it in video. There's not as many appearances by my cats as I would have wanted, but what can you do? Uh, with that said, I am going to skip next week's episode just to have a little break. Um, New Year's is going to be happening, and then I have to get ready to start another semester of school. So I'll be a little bit quiet, but I just want to say thank you to anyone who has listened even if it's for one episode, even if it's just this episode, um, anyone who's reached out and said hi on Instagram or emailed me on, or messaged me on Messenger, like however you did it, I am so, so extremely grateful for you. My heart is very full and my life would honestly not be the same without this podcast. It's been a really humbling lesson in self-acceptance and also acceptance of others, and it's been so educational. I've learned so much about the world and about other people, and I'm always trying to be better, and that's the best I can do, honestly, is just to be a little bit better every day than I was the day before, than I was the year before. And I hope y'all join me for the ride. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast journey. Um, I love y'all so much and I'm excited for 2022. I think I have really kind of lowered my standards as we all have because of what happened last year um 2021 was kind of supposed to be the big year that we all did great things and got back to normal but i think now we kind of realize that normal isn't really a thing that we're ever going to go back to and in some ways that's good but i think we all need to kind of mourn the idea of quote-unquote normal that we all had and ask ourselves how we can continue to create a new normal and what our priorities are and how we're going to take care of ourselves this year because I think a lot of us have realized that other people aren't going to take care of us. We have to take care of ourselves. I'm definitely doing that. Um, and of course, I'll keep you all updated on that process. But I want to hear how you all are doing too. And I will continue to put out questions on Instagram because um, I know gotten some responses from that and I really enjoy reading them. Actually, um, I just asked some questions on Instagram about your New Year's goals and I'm going to read them real quick because I don't know. You guys are really cool and gave me a lot of great ideas. Okay, so let me just log in. Elevator music. So the question I asked y'all on my Instagram stories was, uh, are you a fan of New Year's resolutions? And then depending on how you answered that question, why or why not? So I had three responses I'm going to read on here real quick. Um, 
uh, user named Really Nice Snowman, who is a longtime listener and who I love, said, Every new day can be the start of a new year-long habit. It's not necessary to wait until New Year's Day or to feel pressure to add more to your plate just because a whole lot of people make it a big deal every year. And they said, but also, at the fitness company job from hell that I had, we'd start New Year's resolutions talks around October, so patterns could be cemented by January while everyone else would flake out because they chose that arbitrary start time instead of when they needed to. Um, And then they said, I've been sober from alcohol for a month. And I'm so fucking proud of you. Like, you're doing the hard work. Uh, They go on to say it's been really hard. I don't have a lot of cravings for alcohol specifically, but losing that way of escape really hit harder than I anticipated. Heavily leaning on some eating disorder behaviors and more pot, but also being forced to sit with myself has made understanding the pain more tolerable. Truly, the blind hope that my health problems would dramatically lessen after quitting drove me at first, but nothing has really improved this month. I guess just clinging to the desperate need to find wellness, or at least stop having frequent self-injury, is what's keeping me from saying fuck it. Oh my god, I wish I had more time to just talk about this more, but thank you so much for writing in. I'm so fucking proud of you. Uh, I've been sober from alcohol for about two and a half years now, and it does get easier, but with that said, as you are finding out, the other self-injurious behaviors in your life kind of tend to pop up when you're trying to focus on one. For me, it's also been eating disorders and substance use in other ways. Um, And I think you have the perfect attitude, which is just like focusing on harm reduction. Um, Like I said earlier, if you can just be a little bit better every day than you were the day before, that's a victory. And I think you're doing amazing. And I also like how you talked about New Year's resolutions kind of starting up in October. Like that's when you start talking about it. And then by the time January rolls around, you it's been in your head for a while and it's less of a of a drastic change because we know how drastic changes don't really work um, long term. Okay, moving on. Um, one of my former guests, Adam Lutch of I Didn't Read Your Book podcast responded. He said to the question, why don't you celebrate New Year's resolutions or whatever? Uh, Because I don't really like the holiday season, so it's not the best time for me to even try to get myself together. This next 10 days will be the only time over the year where I will have more than 24 hours to relax. Self-improvement isn't seasonal for me, so I didn't wait for the new year for anything, and now I'm taking a break from everything, even though I still have videos to edit and shit to do for my men's group. Also, I can relate to that. It's like, even during your vacation, you still have shit to do. Um, I really like your attitude. I I think it's, it is funny how people tend to use the vacations to improve themselves, themselves, but like, why, what are you trying to prove? Um, and also it is a really hard time for people. And so people tend to lean on quote unquote crutches even more, which I hate that word, but sometimes you need a crutch. It's like one of my old therapists said, band-aids are not a bad thing. People say, oh, you're just using your substance use as a band-aid or using your this habit as a band-aid. But like band-aids are good. We need band-aids to heal sometimes. And so I'm raising my glass of, of non-alcoholic seltzer to you, Adam, and I hope you're able to relax right now. Um, okay, so the last message I wanted to read is from Eli, one of my very recent guests. Um, so she says on New Year's resolutions, 
I think they're a nice check-in, and I like the culture around this time of year, around reassessing, starting fresh, etc. But we need to do a better job collectively of embracing this as a society, regardless of date. I think this is also much easier for me, a Jew, because in Judaism we have four New Years we celebrate, including a New Year's for the trees. Uh, and I love that, first of all. I wrote back, four New Years sounds like my wildest fantasy. Uh, because New Year's is my favorite holiday. I know. I'm, I, I, I fall for it hook, line, and sinker. That idea that you can look ahead and have hopes and dreams and try to be a bit better person. Um, I'm cheesy like that. I know it's not like a f- cure-all. And when I do, quote-unquote, fail my New Year's resolutions, I don't beat myself up about it but I think it's just a really fun time of year because you're with your family and friends and um Christmas is over which Christmas is a whole nightmare or you know whatever holidays you celebrate around that time it's kind of well okay we won't go into that I I talked about that last episode but um I think it is a really good chance to check in with yourself and as long as you just take it as that and don't put too much pressure on yourself or others to really change you're starting off the year on a good note um and that's what I'm trying to do now this year I will be celebrating surrounded by people I love at my sister's apartment and my heart is just so full um Like I said, I'll probably be skipping next week's episode, maybe even the one after, who knows. I'm trying to really start off the next podcast uh, season, if you will, strong and trying to find guests. Oh, with that said, if you want to be a guest, hit me up. I am always looking for people with stories to tell. Also, I think everyone has a story to tell. Um, I really like my former guest, Jeremy Andre, who has a podcast called um, Just Interesting People. I really like the attitude he has toward it, which is everyone is interesting. Literally, like everyone is interesting. Everyone has a story to tell. It's just a matter of finding that thing that they want to talk about. And I know all of you have interesting stories because I follow y'all and I interact with y'all. Not as often as I should, but um, but yeah, I... I'm always open if you want to talk. You don't even have to want to be a guest. Just like shoot me a DM, say hi, um, tell me what you're going through, and let's hopefully all feel a little less alone in 2022. All right, with that said, here is the awards segment of this episode. If you want to watch it on video, you can click the link below, but if not, feel free to hang back and keep listening. I love you all and I hope you have a good new year. Hello and welcome to the third annual Hot and Spicy Pickle Awards. Um, If this is your first time listening to the Hot and Spicy Pickle Awards, it's basically something I do every year to recognize all my guests that have been on the podcast. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or something like that, um, first of all, that's great. Thank you for being here. Um, But this is the first year that I am recording this on video too. You can find it on YouTube. So if you want to see me being really awkward in camera, uh, go ahead and click on the link in your show notes. And yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't really know what I'm doing, but um, I just wanted to do something special for y'all. Uh, And also, I kind of wanted to wear this dress. Um, I'm wearing a sparkly sequin dress that I got for $5 at a thrift store. It's the best thing ever, but I don't really have a lot of places to wear it. 
um, I've only worn it once so far to um, the symphony with my dad. And so what better occasion than the Hot and Spicy Pickle Awards? Um, I currently have Ruby sitting next to me on the couch. You can't really see her if you're on YouTube, um, but I'm sure my cats will make an appearance soon. Um, I'm gonna like turn off my camera view because it's hella distracting and I don't like seeing myself talking. <laughs> um, so yes, I'm just gonna get started. I have here a list of all the guests that have been on in 2021. And just like making this list, I was blown away by just the amount of people that were willing to share with me and be vulnerable on the podcast, but also just how much more diverse my guests have gotten. And not I'm not just talking about like race, for instance, but like I interviewed a lot of people from extremely different fields, um, different professions. I guess that's kind of the same thing. Um, I really kind of went out of my way to try to find guests this year that had a voice. Um, well, I don't know. Everyone has a voice. But I interviewed a lot of people who also host podcasts. Um, I tried searching more um, channels for guests this year. And so I think y'all really pulled through because I have an amazing list. Um, so I'm just going to read them in chronological order. Oh, first, I almost forgot. Um, I have prepared a special snack just for this. Hot and spicy pickle bites. They're not the Trader Joe's hot and spicy pickles that this podcast was named after. Uh, and I don't have vodka because I'm sober. Um, I have coffee instead. It's, it's, a, it's a white mug and it says Catitude. Mm, so good. I got this like sugar-free pumpkin spice creamer that is amazing. Um, anyway, I'm going to take a bite of a pickle now. Oh my god. It was too big. Wow. That's really awkward. I apologize. Very unprofessional. I, I basically just like stuffed my mouth and then talked with my mouth full into the microphone. This is off to a great start. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna start. Oh yeah, so chronologically, uh, my first guest of 2021 was my friend Rachel. Um, the episode was number 40, The Metaphorical Mirror. And um, basically she talked about a lot of crazy shit in her life. She talked about um, relational trauma and um, going to jail and not being able to see her kids and going through a really crazy illuminative process while she was incarcerated really crazy stuff. I met Rachel in 2010. She's actually like one of my longest friendships, which is weird because like I know we don't talk a lot, but um, I don't talk to a ton of people from that time in my life. Um, and we're Facebook friends. We chat every now and then. Um, she's doing amazing. I'm so proud of her. So Rachel gets the award for most likely to inspire a lifetime movie. Um, <laughs> I already told y'all about her story, so um, it would make a great Lifetime movie. Just saying. Okay, second award goes to Rob 
Kalvaroski, Kalvaroski, oh my god, this is so embarrassing, Rob, I'm sorry that your name is so complicated to pronounce. Um, but Rob is the host of the High Performance Narrative. It's a podcast about um, perfectionism and why we feel the need to perform and um, the mental health struggles faced by performers in particular. Um, he hosts it with his friend Lauren and basically they just have authentic conversations about mental health and what it's like to like chase perfection all the time. But Rob was on episode 42, uh, Vulnerable Like a Snowplow. And Rob, your award is most likely to appear on Shark Tank because um, you're just an entrepreneur. Like you are very driven and I know you don't always see yourself that way, but I see it very clearly. Um, in your episode, we talked about your journey getting on meds and all the different meds you've tried and how hopeless you felt at times when they didn't work out. And so I can see you like inventing something that like matches people with meds that work. I don't know. Um, that's obviously your job to come up with that idea now. Um, okay, third award goes to my dear friend, Connor Bolton. Connor was my neighbor in Seattle. Uh, he has been on three episodes of Pickles and Vodka in the last year. Um, and I really fucking miss him. I miss him so much. I was actually listening to our episode um, before this, episode 42 and a half, Hummus and Zombies. And that was um, the last pickles, uh, the last hot and spicy pickle awards, actually. That was that episode. And basically, we talk about the year 2020 and how wild it was and like what we learned about ourselves. And it's, it's basically the New Year's episode of 2020. This is essentially the New Year's episode of 2021, but the podcast edition. So Connor... I love you so much, and your joke, er, Jesus, your award is kind of an inside joke. Uh, it is the Optimistic Oyster Award, because, um, so, okay, last year I found this hat at the thrift store. It said the Alki Oyster Fest on it, and Connor hates oysters, he's allergic, he'll die if he has them. Um, <laughs> And I didn't know what the Alki Oyster Fest was. I just thought it was a cute little black beanie with cute little phrase on it, you know? It's obscure. Uh, and so I gave it to him on air on that episode that I just mentioned, and it was really cute. And so, um, also Optimistic Oyster Award, just because Connor's like one of the most positive people I know, and I know you're going through a lot of shit, and I just really appreciate your contagious attitude, and I miss the fuck out of you. Um, but in honor of your award, I did a little digging into the actual Alki Oyster Fest, and this is what I found. At the third annual Oyster Fest on Alki Beach, slurp fresh Hama Hama oysters alongside a glass of wine or craft beer from West Seattle Brewing Company, Alki Beach Pub, or Harry's Beach House while listening to live music. Net proceeds benefit the Puget Sound Restoration Fund, whose, mis whose mission is to restore marine habitat, water quality, and native species in Puget Sound through tangible on-the-ground projects. Sounds like a pretty fun time. Um, you don't have to eat oysters if you go, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's, that's all I got for that. All right, my next Hot and Spicy Pickle Award goes out to Javon Marshall of the podcast Decent Takes. Um, Javon reached out to me on Reddit when I was asking for guests. He has an absolutely hilarious show called Decent Takes. Um, their motto is serving greatness to the globe or mediocrity to the masses. You decide. 
Um, it's just, they cover current events and stuff and just, I don't even know, you just have to go listen. It's really entertaining. Um, but when he was on my podcast, he talked about mental health um, and it, it got a little more serious. He talks about um, just all the crazy stuff that's happened in his family from um, addiction and death and um, just turmoil, just constant turmoil. It's like I was talking about in the last episode, when you grow up in a crisis mode, that's kind of the norm for you. And when things kind of settle down, you're, you're left reeling. And that's kind of what happened to Javon. So anyway, um, oh yeah, the episode was number 43, Digging Deep with Decent Takes. And I am giving him the Go With The Flow Award for obvious reasons. You just come across first impression as a very easygoing person. You're hilarious, obviously. And um, you just have taken all of the crazy shit life's thrown at you and you just keep rolling with it. And you're obviously taking care of your mental health. I see that and I appreciate you. All right, next award goes to my friend Lauren. Um, who was on number 44, the most popular girl in the psych ward. She talked about having an eating disorder as an older person and um, going to treatment and all the insurance struggles she had to deal with. <laughs> um, I met Lauren on a, an eating disorder, in an eating disorder community online, basically. And we have a lot in common. She's like my adopted big sister. Um, I, I never had a big sister. I'm the oldest of seven. And so Lauren is just filling that role for me, I guess. <laughs> but her award is most likely to vape with you in the psych ward bathroom. <laughs> Lauren, this one goes out for you. I wish y'all could see Ruby. Maybe I'll pick her up at the end of this and force her to be on camera. Um, I'm surprised Fang hasn't like come over yet and just like gotten in the middle of shit. Okay, next award goes to Chaz Neal of Mankind Counseling. He practices psychotherapy for men in Colorado. I forget if it's Denver or somewhere else, I'm sorry. Um, but he appeared on episode 45, Where's My Emotion Wheel? And, oh my god, he has he's one of my most interesting guests. Well, I guess educational. He, he's one of my most educational guests because he just talks about um, not only his own personal mental health struggles, but the, t the psychology behind it and why it's hard to talk about these things as a mental health provider, because there's a lot of stigma in the field. Obviously, you don't want to lose your job. Um, and it was just such a good conversation. And he was just really fun and easygoing to talk to. And because of that, I'm giving him the award of most likely to be a calm app narrator. Um, yeah, I mean, it would be a pretty easy side gig, you know? I guess I guess they only hire like famous people to do that. I don't know. Something to explore. <laughs> um, okay, next award goes out to my friend Marconi from Suicide Logs, the podcast. And oh my god. So his episode number 46, let's talk about suicide. Obviously, very important subject matter, very serious. Um, I would never take it lightly. But with that said, Marconi and I both have experience with suicidal ideation and uh, humor is one of our coping mechanisms. And so it's a very interesting episode. He's just one of the most out of the box characters I 
have ever met. And I don't even remember what we talked about because it was so random. Um, and that's kind of what his podcast is like. Um, suicide logs is basically, hold on. I wrote it down. I don't want to mess this up. Um, here's how he describes his podcast. The suicide logs of Marconi, a man who promised to never kill himself, but occasionally deals with dark thoughts, hoping to connect people through himself. These podcasts consist of self-therapy sessions with himself, interviews, and endless rants on things that make him upset, but allowing his loud thoughts to convince him that everything will be okay, and being extremely upset about anything is just silly sometimes. Wow, that's that's way better than I could have described it. That's why I printed out this cheat sheet, y'all. I don't want to mess anything up. Anyway, the award I'm giving to Marconi is the Extra Spicy Pickle Award because I, I feel like I don't need to explain that. That's just who you are. It's like when you get a bottle of like a jar of pickles from the store and they're way spicier than you expect. That was basically my experience interviewing him. Uh, okay, next award goes out to my friend Adele Ball, who was on number 47, uh, Finding Your Reserve of Capability. Um, I know these episodes can be kind of funny sometimes, but there's also ones that are really more on the serious side. And um, Adele has definitely been through a lot of really hard stuff, um, namely the death of her partner by suicide. And... Um, she just has come out of it so strong and resilient. I guess they're the same thing. But um, she's one of my like friends that I met through motorcycles, actually. We met at an event in 2017, and um, I've ridden with her. I've gone to, uh, I went, met up with her after, actually, and we went to see a show in DC. And um, anyway, in the episode, she talks about building out a camper van, which she unfortunately had to sell or get rid of, I don't know, but um, she just is one of those people that I would want to travel around with and see things and do things and just be inspired. So my um, award for Adele is Road Dog for Life, dog spelled D-A-W-G, obviously, because uh, you're a solid road dog and that's what you call people, I guess, at least in the motorcycle community who like you know they have your back no matter what happens on the road because a lot of crazy shit happens on the road when you ride motorcycles uh but yeah adele i love you i hope you're doing good all right next award goes out to one of my treatment friends so <laughs> i sounded really excited when i said that um i went to treatment for my eating disorder for the first three months of this year as you may know if you listen and one of the people i met there was named rachel she is um well, we, we basically immediately connected because we had both been raised in the church um, and we both were kind of questioning our sexuality at the time. I mean, she, she I don't think she was questioning. She, she's bi. But anyway, um, we immediately connected. Rachel is just such an amazing person. So sweet, so gorgeous, so smart. And um, in the podcast episode she was in, let's see. Oh, my God, I lost my thought. Um... Yeah, number 48, <laughs> Treatment Made Me Gay, was the name of the episode. And she just talks about a lot of things you don't often hear on podcasts about eating disorders. Um, she was being treated for atypical anorexia when I was there being treated for bulimia. Um, and she's also a self-proclaimed fat woman. And so um, she had to deal with a lot of stigma and judgment and just 
difficulties that shouldn't have been difficulties. Like you're already struggling with an eating disorder and you have to deal with like prejudice on top of that. It's really fucked up. But anyway, um, Rachel, I give you the award for A plus advocate because that's just how I see you. You're always standing up for people without a voice and I know you're doing great things. You're going to do great things and I'm excited to be along for the ride. Next award goes out to the one and only Kai Plant of Feeling Weird another podcast that I've been following for years and that I just adore. They talk about um, mental health and just feelings and art and creativity. And um, it's just, in fact, I wrote down the description that they said. Um, so currently, if you go to their Instagram at feelingweirdpod on Instagram, um, they describe it as art, music, and podcast by the autistic healing weirdo artist currently and formerly known as Kai Plant. <laughs> I had Kai on my podcast on episode 49, Shame-Based Artist, and uh, it was just so good. Every time I talk to you, it's so good, and you do have uncomfortable conversations with me sometimes. Like when I was on their podcast, it was kind of awkward at first because I was nervous, and I don't know, I, I talk a lot when I'm nervous, and they challenged me to really just like sit with my feelings and enter the moment and be present and it was just really good but another thing that Kai talks about is like being an alien in a human form <laughs> and so the award that I'm giving you Kai is um, most likely to get abducted by aliens and love it <laughs> uh, that's all I'm gonna say all right next award goes out to B Bailey of episode 50 which is called pain is inevitable so date who you want B is like honestly a shining star in the mental health social media world, I guess. Um, she was on an Instagram live for the, um, I went to Eating Recovery Center, which is an eating disorder treatment center all over the, with locations all over the country. And she did an Instagram live with them um, during Pride Week. And she talks about her gender identity and being poly and um, obviously her eating disorder and all this other stuff. Um, but <laughs> the award that I'm giving to B is most likely to make your parents fall in love with her. <laughs> because, I mean, visit her Instagram, you'll know. Um, I think it's butterflies and bees, something like that. I'll, I'll probably, you can go back and listen. Listen to episode 50 and you'll hear why I gave her that award. Okay. Next award goes out to Micah Rolden of episode 51, a guy just like everyone else. Um, Micah is trans and he is a great spokesperson specifically for like trans youth. He play, does this thing where he plays video games on YouTube and talks to people about mental health stuff and it's really great. He has a podcast called Realistically, Realistically Free, um, which also in incredible. Um, basically dedicated to helping you live freely in reality. And when I interviewed him for uh, my podcast, it was just, it was just really fun because we were both just sitting there like smoking and like talking about shit, like shooting the shit. And so my award for Micah is the big brother I never thought I wanted because, sorry, hold on. The big brother you never thought you needed. That's it. Sorry. Got a little personal there. Um, 
But basically, like the way I see it, he is kind of like a big brother to a lot of these young people that are dealing with the struggles that he had to go through. And he's been through some crazy shit, y'all. Like homelessness, addiction, mental illness, like unemployment, all this shit. And he's come out stronger than ever. He's a fierce advocate and his podcast is great. So go listen to that. All right. Next award goes out to Jacqueline Davis of the Binge Breakers podcast. Jacqueline, you know I adore you. Um, I have so much respect for you. You are providing just essential care for people who might not be able to afford bulimia treatment otherwise. Um, Oh yeah, I should have mentioned her podcast is um, basically all about getting free from bulimia. And she also has a coaching practice helping people recover. And it's incredible. Um, I've, I've gone through like a few of her courses and they're just amazing. Everything you do, Jacqueline, is just so professional and inspiring and you're doing amazing things. But so the award that I'm giving you is the Oprah Winfrey of bulimia. (laughs) Okay. And I know it sounds funny, but I actually looked up Oprah Winfrey because I mean, I know who she is obviously, but I didn't know a lot about her early life. Um, and what I found was, hold on, I wrote some notes down. Basically, like she went through incredible odds to be where she is today. Um, she's she's pretty self-made, honestly. Um, she had a really difficult early life, and uh, I don't know, y'all y'all can look it up. Really interesting to read about, but um, in so many ways like Jacqueline, you kind of have the same kind of trajectory career-wise and personal-wise. You've overcome bulimia yourself and you're doing so many great things for other people and who knows, maybe you'll be a billionaire someday, you know? I know in your last holiday episode you mentioned your parents kind of giving you shit for not having a quote-unquote real job. That would show them. (laughs) All right, let me check the, the camera to make sure it's still recording. Yes. It is. I haven't been able to see myself this whole time because I hate it. Um, hopefully it looks good. And again, if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Radio or whatever, um, head on over to YouTube so you can see this sparkly dress I'm wearing. It's pretty great. Okay. Moving on. My next award goes to my ex, Andrew Stevens. Um, he was on the podcast episode 53, which is called Interviewing My Ex. And what a great experience, honestly. Andrew and I have always had great conversations. Um, We still have great conversations, even though we're no longer together romantically. Um, He's a good friend. He talks a lot about his depression and, um, oh my God, all this other stuff. I'm kind of wishing that I made notes next to some of these, like what exactly we talked about, because my mind is going blank. I'm just really nervous, y'all. Um, but Andrew has a cat whom he loves more than life itself. His name is Little Peppers. And honestly, <laughs> that was the inspiration for this award. So Andrew, I'm giving you the award for most likely to have your cremated remains repurposed as a litter box. Because doesn't that sound like something you would do? Honestly, I, I feel like that would be kind of beautiful. Something to think about. Uh, okay, next award goes out to Becca Longnecker of um, Red's 2AM Thoughts. It's an Instagram account where she writes about her feelings and 
um, in, in a very poignant way. I know, um, I, I don't think she's posted there in a while. She was going through some really crazy shit last time I talked to her. But um, on her episode with me, which was number 54, Mental Growth Spurts, um, she basically talked about a recent misdiagnosis and how that affected her and how her sense of identity was kind of tied to her mental health and how she didn't know what normal was. Like she grew up in a kind of a chaotic environment. Um, we, we had a really fun conversation. Like I re-listened to our, our interview a few days ago and it just flew by because it, it's a, one of those very organic conversations. Sometimes I try to plan out my interviews really well, but this one just has a really natural flow feel to it. Um, and Becca, the award that I'm giving you is the Mental Mirror Award. Now, it sounds kind of weird, but basically you are so good at looking in the mirror, uh, hypothetically, like looking in the mirror and seeing the things you want to change, seeing the real you, you're just, you do a lot of reflecting and I can see that in your writing and I can see it in your actions and just, it, it makes me want to look deeper inside myself and to not be afraid of the stuff that might lurk in there. So Becca, you get the mental mirror award. I must've been like falling asleep when I wrote that. <laughs> Take it as you will. Okay. Oh, my next award goes out to my sister, Caroline Jumper. Our last name is Jumper. It's no secret, but I don't really say it on the podcast. Um, Caroline was my first episode back when I moved from Seattle to Virginia this summer. And we talk all about the long-term effects eating disorders have on you, because we both had them when we were teenagers. Um, she recovered a few years back, but the long-term effects have still remained with her. We, it, this episode stemmed from a conversation we were having, because uh, she was always sick. And she was like, what if my immune system was like damaged by my eating disorder when I was young? I was like, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so anyway, if you want to go and listen to that episode, it is number 55, if we could go back. <laughs> and oh my God, I have so much respect for Caroline. She is such a badass. She does what she wants. She went to flight attendant school this year. She um, cut off all her hair and has like a dramatic new look. She goes to the gym. She has like a burgeoning social life excuse me like she's just an incredible person and so the award i give to caroline is uh the glow up queen award um every time i talk to you caroline i just believe that everything's getting better and that we have the power to change ourselves and so glow up queen we're almost done y'all thank you for bearing with me i'm i'm starting to get really like itchy this dress is um not the most comfortable but worth it Okay, next award goes out to Nadia Goest of Expression Quest, which is a podcast by an artist, Nadia, for artists. Um, and they talk about like their creative process and stuff and mental health and a lot of, a lot of really beautiful, honest conversations. And so, Nadia, I am giving you the award of the Creative Cognition Award. 
Um, so, okay, I looked up the word cognition just to have a definition for y'all. Um, so con- co- cognition, Jesus, cognition is the mental action or process of acquiring knowledge and understanding through thought, experience, and senses. And that honestly fits perfectly with what Nadia does with her art. Um, she's a, a self-proclaimed perfectionist, but I know one goal of hers is to just really embrace the, the raw, imperfect quality of art and um, I follow her on Instagram and she does an amazing job and so cognition doesn't just have to be like going to a therapist like cognition can manifest itself through art and so yeah Nadia you get the award for creative cognition I love alliteration in case y'all can't tell next award goes out to Adam Lutchman of episode 57 just crazy enough um Adam is just a hoot and a half. We had so much fun talking. We had a really long conversation. We bonded over um, religious trauma and drug addiction, and uh, he suffered a lot of losses in his life. Um, but now he um, he talks about it pretty openly. And talking to him was really interesting. He has a podcast called I Didn't Read Your Book, basically where he talks to authors about why they, we should read their books. And it's really it was really fun. But the one thing that was really impressive about Adam when I interviewed him was how punctual he was. (laughs) He was like five minutes early. I was like, damn, I wish everyone would be this way. I wish I could be that way. I I mostly am. But anyway, Adam, you get the punctual pickle award because uh, that's something you should be proud of. Okay. Next award goes out to Letitia Francis of episode 58, Self-Contained Hurricane. Oh my God. If if y'all haven't heard this episode, trust me, go listen. It's fucking crazy. She's gone through a lot of stuff. Like she was dating a really older man who like tried to stab her and she, she's been through a lot of trauma, but she has emerged as a force of nature. Honestly, she has a coaching business called Black Rose Counseling or coaching, sorry, uh, where she helps specifically women of color, like grow their coaching businesses. And it's just Um, It's really amazing what she does. Um, But um, Letitia, you get the Mover and Shaker Award because, yeah, you get shit done and I want to basically be you. Oh, my God. Okay. Next awards. It's kind of a two-parter for this. So um, a few months ago, I interviewed Luke Coulson and Kyle Wise. Sorry, I couldn't remember your last name for a sec. That's embarrassing. They have a podcast called Well That Fucked Me Up about people who have experienced life-changing events and um, experiences, basically. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I'm kind of pissed because I have a hard time listening to it on Spotify. So, um, But I would, I would be listening all the time otherwise if I could. But I had Luke and Kyle on for my episode uh, number 59, Well This Fucked Us Up. <laughs> And actually, that was the first time that I did this recorded on YouTube. So you can go back actually and watch that interview to see all of the crazy facial expressions and whatnot. They are just one of the most dynamic duos I've ever met. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation and um, y'all are just really special. But so I'll give them each two individual awards, obviously. So Luke you get the Inspirationally Irreverent Icon Award. Uh, I feel like I need to break that down, but also I think it says it all. Just go listen to that. You'll know. Kyle, 
you get the award of most likely to star in a reality show about alligator attacks. Because, <laughs> okay, listen, hear me out. It fits. You're in the entertainment industry, so, you know, you could be scouted for a show. And um, if you listen to our episode together, we talk about how they've always wanted to find someone for their show that's been through an alligator attack. And what better way than to be on a reality TV show about it? Seriously, think about it. Okay, three more, y'all. Uh, okay, my friend Mary gets the next award. Uh, Mary was in episodes 60 and 61, so it was a two-parter. Um, and the title of those were um, An Abortion Story 1 and 2. So obviously another kind of serious topic, uh, very serious topic. Um, Mary was gracious enough to share her experience with me from her abortion. And um, again, I'm always blown away by my guests, but Mary just has this quiet grace and compassion to her that like even I could tell over Zoom, like so smart, so I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Just another very resilient, kind person. And yet she's lived through all this crazy stuff. And if if you have strong feelings about abortion, I would say that is an episode for you because she kind of nothing's black and white right i know a lot of people feel that way about abortion but um her story is really illuminating um and okay so the award i give to you mary is accidental role model award because i know you didn't set out to to have these experiences you didn't want an abortion you didn't want to be saddled with all the other mental shit that you've been saddled with but you just have you're still you're still plugging away you're still alive you're still doing great and you are a role model to me i hope you know that so yeah own it girl next award goes out to jeremy andre um who was on my episode number 62 life death and gratitude um another serious one i feel like the last couple were really serious um it just that's just the vibe i guess but um jeremy comes on to talk about his first of all he didn't say i love you to his parents until he was like in his 30s isn't that wild like their family just doesn't really express emotion that way and so that was a really interesting story to hear about but then he talks uh for the mo the majority of the episode about him and his wife struggled to conceive and have kids and like they had a bunch of miscarriages and also an abortion and um he has a really unique perspective in that he is the father and it's especially hard for men to talk about this stuff and um i learned a lot from listening to our episode also jeremy is just really lovely person and um he has a podcast with his wife called just interesting people um he said basically like they believe that even the most ordinary people quote unquote are super interesting and i agree 100 percent. that's why i have this podcast when people come up to me and they're like i want to be on your podcast but i don't think i have a story to tell no you do trust me everyone has a story to tell like everyone has mental health whether you've been diagnosed with a mental illness that's another thing but like everyone has mental health and so yeah that's i'm about to get up on a soapbox so but jeremy gets the globe trotting pickle award because i, I honestly the story that he told me on my podcast episode takes place over the three different countries but he and his wife have traveled everywhere i think they're currently in lima 
I might be wrong. Uh, I follow him on Instagram and he posts like just incredible pictures. I'm like, damn, how do you find time to do all this? But, and have a podcast. They just basically go around traveling and interviewing people and it's great. So go follow him. Um, okay. Last award of the year goes to my friend Eli, who was just on episodes 63 and 64, uh, hyperventilating on AIM. Um, which I don't know why I called it that it's, it's not a very big part of the plot. And afterwards I was like, I should have given it a more serious name because it's a very serious story. She talks about, um, falling in love with her future fiance online. And then when he got diagnosed with mental, oh my God, mental illness, I almost said terminal cancer, she flew across the pond to London to be with him when he was in hospice. And, um, it's just... I've had people text me about this episode, actually, to be like, I'm crying because this is so sad. Um, But when I talk to her, she just, she's so positive and so smart and so funny. Like, she just is hilarious. Even when she was telling the story of uh, Fee, her fiance's death, she was just like cracking jokes and, and then that sounds, that sounds wrong, but well, okay. The award I'm giving you, Eli, is the Laugh in the Face of Death Award. And I don't mean that to be like you're taking it lightly or like we're laughing at death, but I just see you as a very strong, defiant person. Um, And I feel like when Fee died, you took that and you, you obviously mourned him and everything, but you live your life now in a way that he would be proud of you for. And you don't stop for shit and you give no fucks and honestly I feel like that's kind of a big old like fuck you to death if if you ask me so that's it y'all that was the third annual hot and spicy pickle awards um thank you so much for hold on Ruby 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 does not want to come and say hi but um yeah thanks for coming thank you for being a guest my podcast wouldn't be what it is today without you and everyone i'm just obsessed with all y'all and the contributions you make not just to the podcast obviously but to the community to the mental health field like we need to have these conversations in order to get rid of the stigma and um the more people that talk about it the more easy it'll be so thank you all from the bottom of my heart um if you want to be a guest in the future, I am booking for 2022. Um, so hit me up on Instagram. You can just slide into my DMs or email me at picklesandvodka at gmail.com. I'll have links in the show notes. And as always, stay safe. And I'm recording this on Christmas Eve, actually. Um, so this will come out the day after Christmas or no. Yes. I don't know what day it is, but um, it'll come out after the holidays. But, you know, it's still like New Year's is coming up and I know that can be stressful for people. So take care of yourself. Be safe. Wear your sparkliest dresses. Eat your spiciest pickles and just keep having those imperfect conversations because that's what I live for. All right, y'all. Bye. See you next year.
Hello friends, it's Christina again. As always, thank you for listening. If you want to support Pickles and Vodka, you can give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Pickles and Vodka Podcast. If you could relate to anything at all we talked about today, or you just want to say hi, email me at picklesandvodkapodcast at gmail.com, or DM me on Instagram at picklesandvodkapodcast. Stay safe and have a good week. Bye.